Hey, this is Dave from Cheap Wine Finder again for another wine review for a oh, wine we stuck on the CheapWineFinder.com website. Again, and this time that's um, $8.99 Zinfandel. It's the Gnarly Head Old Vines Lodi Zinfandel 2018. And I thought we'd get under $10 because, you know, people have been out of work for a while and, you know, you got to stretch your money. And even if things aren't getting too tight yet, there's no really need to be spending too much when you don't have to. And that's where a wine like the Gnarly Head Old Vine Zinfandel um, comes in because it is a perennial. I think this is a wine that had been around since 2004. Uh and Delcado Family Vineyards is who makes this wine, and they've been around since 24. And I th- oh, how many eight, thousands of acres of vineyards they have? They're the sixth largest winery in the United States, and they're responsible for a lot of wines. There's a bunch of wines you can get at Trader Joe's that I'm pretty sure they make. I'm not positive, and I won't say which ones they are because, you know, I don't know for sure. But I think, you know, like the Moon X wines and those type of things, um, they have a hand in there somewhere, I believe. You know, uh, don't quote me, but Manica is where those wines are out of, and Manica is where uh, in Delicado um, Family Vineyards is too. So, you, you know, sometimes you can put two and two together. And this is, like I said, this is a this is one of those wines that you can count on. If you're going to a uh, bring-your-own-bottle barbecue joint and you forget to bring a bottle and you jump in the local you know, liquor store or something, you don't know any of the, any of the brands, well, you can count on this to do the job. It's going to be not expensive. It's going to be quality wine. It's going to be from great grapes. And we'll go over that in a little bit. So this is a kind of a nice um, wine you can count on, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to take a sip because uh, I like Zinfandel. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a nice riches to it for um for a wine that I found for um you know under ten bucks I think eight ninety nine it might have been on sale maybe not I'm not sure I um but you know that's not a bad price for um you know a single AVA um you know wine and you know if you're gonna get if you're gonna get um a Zinfandel Lodi is as good as any place in my book you know there's some um there's some high end um Zinfandel producers out there from Fancy places, but you know, I kind of like Loda. I mean, I like the ridges of the world too; they're really good. But uh, Loda also does it for me. So uh, there's that, and um, it's got a great nose to it. It's kind of like a deep and uh, dark and you know varied nose. And the flavors, you know, it used to be um, inexpensive. Um, Zinfandels were kind of the America's answers to the wild and wooly Shirazes from Australia. They've since pulled back, and the old vine thing is they're kind of taking that to heart. So I'll explain a little bit about the old vine, um, or what that's all about. Because, you know, why is old good? And um, there's one adage for grapes that is kind of universal, is that grape vines have to struggle to make great wine grapes. Um, You need to put them in places where they just get enough water, you know, just the, the moisture is at the, just the minimum of what they need and they don't need great soil. Most of the great vineyards of the world are rock strewn. You always hear, you know, you know, what, what kind of rock is there? It's like, uh, in Burgundy, it's the granite and, uh, 
uh, the slate and Moselle and, uh, you know, every place has their own type of, of rocky soil. And usually rocky soil is not where you do crops. You, you know, farmers aren't putting their plows through that. So it's the kind of often or almost always the vineyards are in places where you can't really cultivate other crops. You know, um, so, you know, so like the worst ground is the best ground. And an old vine, um, and an old vine is anywhere, there's no rule on what an old vine is. Uh, in this gnarly head, uh, old vines, Infidel from Lodi, I think there's some over 80-year-old grapes in there, but usually it's like 35 and up. Because after 35 years, the yield starts to go down in these grapes, or these vines. And that's the whole thing about it. And as the as they age, the all the... All, all the little, um, you know, the tunnels inside there that brings the moisture and the uh, nutrients to the uh, grapes inside, you know, they, they collapse and the new ones are formed. And it just takes harder and harder for these grapes to new, uh, give the nutrient and, and the moisture to the grapes. And that is what bad ground does. So even if they're not on particularly bad ground, even if the location wasn't when it first started out anything special, well, now it is. You know, it's like the tortoise and the hare. You know, these might not have been the greatest vineyards brand new, you know, like in 1938 or whatever they, whatever they, um, they planted them, but now they're like national treasures. You know, you want those grapes. These are, they have qualities that you can only get through age. And that's a kind of a pretty awesome thing, especially in a wine you're getting for under 10 bucks. I'm going to take another sip because I talk too much and I now need to wet my whistle. And I'm, that's another thing I'm going to bring up a little bit here. It's about, you know, picking out cheap wine. How to get the best cheap wines. And then it, there's, it's not like it used to be. You know, like you used to go, oh, get something from Chile or get some from Argentina or get some from South Africa. It's not really, it doesn't work that much that way anymore because they don't really want to be your cheap wine supplier. They, any place they have to ship it and Add an importer into the you know, the mix. You know, importers need their money. Shipments take their money. You know, it's you know the California people have to ship their wine, but you know you add on ocean traffic. You know, and sometimes long distances, and you know they get import fees, and you know, there's a lot of you got to come in way cheaper just to you know compete with the California and Washington State and the Oregon stuff. So they don't really want to be necessarily your cheap wine provider. But one thing you can do is like find out, you know, like you like a Sauvignon Blanc and you want a cheap Sauvignon Blanc. Well, often, you know, wineries and vineyards grow more grapes and they produce more wine than they can sell under their own name. So they'll sell things off. And there are people out there who buy leftover wines from this winery, that winery, and this winery, and put them together. They get it at semi-bargain prices. They add them together, and it pass the savings on to you. And it doesn't have, you know, you don't know, you know exactly where they came from, but that's where this thing is. Like, if you want a Sauvignon Blanc and you want something under 10 bucks, look at New Zealand. I mean, they know what they're doing with Sauvignon Blanc. Whoever they're buying from, this guy who's buying from maybe four different wineries to put it together and blending them for your wine. He's picking four really good wineries, and like, um, you want a Garnacha from? You get it from North um, East Spain. I mean, they have tons of it there. You get a cheap one there. You can get a great cheap one there. The 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 high end ones don't cost that much. 
You know, if you want a Zinfandel, look at Lodi. I mean, they've been making Lodi and Zinfandel for over 100 years. They know what they're doing. There's tons of great vineyards. There's tons of great wineries. You know, what's left over? And, you know, they, they can get really good wine. So kind of go, hmm, who is really good at making these, this type of, uh, what area is good at making this? Because there's got to be leftover uh, grapes. Uh, from wineries, from leftover wine that can trickle down to other brands, and they they kind of do uh, because one of the weird things about wine is the same. There is no vineyard that makes five dollar wines or t- well, actually two buck chuck. That but they're separate. What they do there, their practices are different than everybody else. They have their own vineyard for two buck chuck. Uh, but most vineyards, like the, the same vineyard that makes wine that are grapes that uh, go to $20, $25 wines are the same ones that are making or selling the grapes to $10 wines. I mean, there isn't, you know, the, the difference isn't the grapes, it's how it's produced. There's, you know, a $25 wine is a more involved, the production process and the $10 wines quicker and easier. It comes together. It's light and easier usually. Um, so it's production style that makes the difference between 20 25 not the grapes. The grapes for the most part are exactly the same. And then you get, like I said, you get under 10 bucks on a lot. There's people who are buying leftovers and it's the exact same stuff. The grapes are going elsewhere. You know, the, the aging might be different, um, you know, but that's about it. So always figure out, you know, I want a, you know, sparkling wine. Where do I go for really good sparkling wine? And, you know, um, Cava, they make a lot of Cava, the Prosecco, they make uh, tons of Prosecco. You can get a really good and expensive Prosecco because there are people that will sell you, you know, the, the negotiants who will buy it left over from somebody and sell it to you. It's the exact same wine or maybe a blend of a couple of different ones from other people. But, you know, it's still, you know, if, if you get a blend of wine from three different really quality producers, does it make those, put them together, make them worse? Nah, it makes, it makes them good. So that's my tip for the day. Um, and that's that. So until next time, I think we're going to have more coming up. Things are easing up a little bit where it's, you can get in the stores and um, still not safe, but eh, we'll keep this going. Uh, I think so. I, I kind of spread things out because it was kind of getting hard to get into places. Uh, but now I think I can, you know, keep a steady supply of, uh, of wine on hand so we can keep this rolling. And, I'll talk to you again in a little bit. Adios from me. This is Dave over and out, and I'll talk to you in a day or two. 